wealth, yoga, wine. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Valerie Hale. Gratitude and attitude equals self-empowerment. Meaning that whenever we have adversities, calamities in our life, our attitude is going to help us sail through them smoothly. We are more powerful and contain more potential than any circumstance and situation we may face. The important thing to remember here is that it's our attitude, what we perceive about the situation. Mary Morrissey attended a conference a gazillion years ago and the person who was presenting said, nothing bad happens in the world unless you perceive it as bad or you think that it is bad. Now this is really impossible for many of us to believe, to embrace, to even act upon. The issue they're sharing with us, the important concept here is we want to find the good in the most difficult situations. Buddha says, no challenges or adversity. There are no challenges or adversities. They are opportunities. Again, this is a situation where we are instructed to activate the good. I know that's impossible for many of us. We have to practice it. And the way you practice it is being grateful for what you already have. It increases your attitude and that vibration. For example, I own 40 acres and three houses in New York, in Hyde Park specifically. Three rentals, a bed and breakfast, and my career was decimated during pandemic as a French wine fine salesperson, as a bed and breakfast owner, Le Petit Chateau Inn. Both, both careers are gone. During that time, when New York allowed tenants to stay in your homes, your rental property, without paying rent for months at end. Is this a financial calamity? Absolutely. However, listening to Mary's teachings and others who believe in this, that your perception, the way you think, the way you, your attitude is, this is what helped me get through these tenants who simply didn't want to pay their rent. What happened in this instance, I wouldn't return their emails. I wouldn't respond to angry text. How I would respond, I would send them blessings. I would send them peace. I would text, I hope you find happiness. I hope you can walk the path of love. Now this seems so impossible for many of us, but let me share with you, when you employ those kind of thoughts, it comes back to you threefold and it improves your attitude. Another example of how to improve your attitude is embrace abundance. We really do have an abundant life. It does take time and effort to find that abundance because we are going through a hard time. The world is going through a hard time. There's food insecurity, there is war, there are travesties everywhere we'll look. But when you wake up in the morning, 
realize the abundance you have. You have heat, you have light. I live in Gulfport, it's a I live on a bay. It's a beautiful day, a little windy. The sun shining, I'm, I feel abundant. Someone I know has a secondary gig. Jennifer works full-time in the medical industry and she found this wonderful company which does aeroponic gardening. What I love about this program is that it's, it's this huge tower, well, it's a large tower. It grows vegetables aeroponically, meaning there's no soil. I put a link on the podcast details so you can get everything you want from this video and you can contact Jennifer. What is wonderful about this is you're creating abundance of food, vegetables, right on your balcony, on your patio. There's also a school program. This is the highlight of this aeroponic gardening. For those who don't know, there's something a little strange going on with our government and the summer school nutrition programs for children, as in, I believe they're going to be ended. This is the time for administrators in schools, teachers, community, to get together and start this aeroponic gardening so that these children will have nutritious vegetables all through the summer, all through the school year. Jennifer has enacted gratitude, attitude, and self-empowerment plus abundance. These are such powerful tools that we have in our toolbox. In essence, because she understands she is grateful for this aeroponic program and how it can reach hundreds, hundreds of people and their children to have nutritious meals right from their balcony. And her attitude is, this is so worthwhile doing this. Take action, folks, and call her up. Watch the video. She self-empowers communities, households, to have fresh vegetables. They don't even have to go to the store to pick a garden. That's why it's important to enact all of these tools to overcome calamities and adversities in our life. One more example of a person who's done this is Captain Dan Peretz. Here he has this successful sailboat charting business, Dolphin Landings, and he has given thought to have a nonprofit that serves people with traumatic illnesses. He created Soothe Our Souls. He takes people out once a month for free on the 51-foot sailboat that he built by hand, and they sail around beautiful Boca Chega Bay. This is empowering people who have traumatic illnesses, and he thought this up. He has gratitude for what he already has. He has a wonderful attitude to help others, and he is, he is creating self-empowerment for a whole community. Why? Uh, yoga. Kundalini Yoga is the oldest yoga in the world. I have practiced it every day, unfailingly, every morning for 28 years plus. Those of us who study Kundalini Yoga, we recognize there are certain times of the moon to practice certain Kriyas. There are certain times of the changing, of the revolving of the earth that we practice certain Kriyas. Winter solstice is one, and we just went through the spring equinox, and we're still in the spring equinox. Spring equinox is all about being reborn, renewing, starting new things. It can, yes, be a garden, planting new seeds, but it's really about yourself. This is the time to 
renew your exercise program, renew your commitment to self-improvement programs. Check out the program I have included on my podcast details. This is the time to start everything new in your life. All those things that you were sleeping on in winter, wake them up, take action steps every day to move you a little closer to that big dream. This is the time, your big dream, all those action steps, keep doing them and it's going to come to fruition. So the spring equinox is all about starting new things, embracing rebirth, and look at these beautiful flowers that are blooming. There is a Kriya in the podcast details, details specifically for spring equinox. Lastly, wine. I am just going to talk about rosés for connoisseurs, just three. Three criteria is that they have to be organic, sustainable, or biodynamic. They also have to be family-owned and run, and they have to have history behind them. The first one, Chateau Picardet, I have talked about for a year and a half now on my podcast. It is quintessential rosé. The color is so light. It's the lightest pink that you almost think it's something else besides a rosé. It is in the Cote du Provence area, more of a, a hilly area, a mountainous area, actually. The blend is Grenache, Cabernet, Syrah, and Senso. The Cabernet is a bit surprising. You would think it would add more muscle to it, but it's not. It's one of the most delicate, sublime, beautiful rosés you'll ever have. And it's an everyday price with inflation, <laughs> about $16 now. It used to be, gosh, it used to be $13, boo-hoo. The other one is Anne Pichon. Marc Pichon and Anne created this vineyard back in the 60s. They had a very bohemian life, resurrected this old rundown vineyard, began producing really, really cool wines. Marc did nothing according to French laws. And I say that in a good way. Unfortunately, Marc Pichon died an early death, tragically, but Anne and her sister are carrying on the production. Having said that, it's very low production. All three of these wines you're gonna have a little difficulty finding, but send me an email or a text. I'm happy to tell you where they are. And the company's ship. They are down to 40 barrels now, which they are exclusively creating for T. Edward Wines, one of the wonderful importers I worked for for years. The rosé that Anne Pichon creates is actually rather bold. It's predominantly all Grenache and Syrah. It's the kind of rosé that you can actually have with your lighter meats, for those of you who are carnivorous. Me, I'm a vegetarian. For me, it goes with all kinds of Mediterranean vegetables. Lovely with olives and tapas type of style food. The label that is on Anne Pichon wines is beautiful. It is of it's gold embossed bees, little bays, of course. And it's a simple label. It's so delicate and pretty. And the bees actually represent the specific name of the area where they live, which is you're going to have to listen closely, memoriam, and that means the singing of the bees or the buzzing of the bees. I love that about their label. And Pichon's wines are going to be expensive because it's so low production, 40 barrels is nothing. 
but it's so worth it's so worth seeking them out. Let me know if you need help. Lastly, Chateau Cousin. Chateau Cousin is the Sumier family, and they are located in Provence. They are at the bottom of Saint Victoire, which is a huge mountain, and we hiked it. And I hated it. I, I hate hiking. I did not know we were going to go hiking. I wore Okabe sandals. I want to share with you. I was scared, scared, scared to death. It was the worst day of my life. I made it up. I made it down. The path is probably a foot and a half. I'm in places. I thought I was going to die. When we got to the bottom, I told him I want a bottle of Chateau Cousin. Forget the glass. This wine, a, a typical blend of Provence, so delicate and so beautiful. Talk about history. This family goes all the way back to 1500. They have been producing wine, wine, wines for over five generations. All of these producers are of the sublimest rosés you will ever experience. I'll put the notes in my podcast. Reach out to me if you want to find them because they really are exceptionally beautiful. They are wine for connoisseurs. Connoisseurs expect to uh, travel and search and find these specific beautiful wines. In conclusion, gratitude plus attitude equals self-empowerment. Those five words, gratitude, attitude, self-empowerment, abundance, when you are facing calamities, remember you have so much more potential, you have so much more power than anything that's going on in your life. Get that attitude going by being grateful and knowing you have abundance in your life and be kind and caring and loving to others. When I have a situation, I stop and say, all right, what would Dalai Lama do? It's very difficult to be kind and caring and loving, but remember what I said about Sending people blessings and peace and love. I know that's woo-woo. Kundalini Yoga, Spring Equinox is going on. Check out that virtual class. This is so good to show your children, too. And lastly, for wine connoisseurs, check out those three rosés. Happy to help you find them. Lastly, I am not a life coach. I'm not a consultant. I produce this podcast on a weekly basis to improve many people's lives, hundreds of people's lives all over the world. Merci, au revoir.